<laughs> Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the very podcast. This is the second season and the second season emphasis emphasize on just, you know, friends sitting down for an hour or so just chatting about life, whatever is on our mind and our hearts. And today I have the privilege I have the honor to present to you the mighty, the glorious, the soft, the kind, the Klein, Corey. Welcome. I that was that was really good. I thank you. I I am almost you like, speechless. Do you like the one. intro? I love that. That was amazing. Made it up <laughs> just now, just for you, baby. <laughs> oh, you're you're too good to me. Ah, uh, look at him rocking that Oberry mug as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so welcome everyone. I'm not gonna lie, the only thing I drink out of this is water. That's all I will put in this mug because Oberry is life, water is life. It's a circle or a line that goes back and forth. See, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. It's on brand. It's what I is my values distilled. Like, would it, if my <laughs> values were a drink, it would probably be water. You know, <laughs> just like something healthy, and I natural, am totally with that, organic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're live. That means that we have a chat going, running on the side here because we are live on Twitch. If you're listening to this uh, after this happened, oh my God, you weren't here. That's okay. Um, you're immortalizing <laughs> us. Oh, it's happening. And uh, you just know, just if you're listening to this, just know that we might get distracted. There might happen stuff that we react to, and it's because you know when it, <clears throat> stuff happens live. Whoa. Well, what? What? We'll Corey? get distracted. What? what? Will we get? We, we will. We will get distracted. We will get. Okay, yeah. Be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah, honest. Yeah. Okay, we <laughs> will <mine>. be <laughs> distracted at least ten <laughs> times. <laughs> get ready. Okay, Corey, you're a big nerd. Is that correct? Yes. It's like I can see it straight away. You have posters. You have gaming mm. gear. You have Fallout. What? What are they called? The boys. Pip boys? Wait, what? The boys? <laughs> the boys? The Pip boy? The what do I call the boys? Well, this one's my left boy. This one's my right boy. He's pointing no. at his muscles. <laughs> the biceps. Yeah. Unfor well, muscle. Yeah. Um, the the I, the corner of my Fallout stuff is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which? I was like thinking about the Fallout stuff. Yeah. Uh, but and everything. I else. have spent too much time in in fallout in the fallout universe to know that i dislike the lore changes breaks and reimaginings of fallout 4 i know hate me <laughs> we just just before we started the podcast you actually mentioned the amount the, the amount of hours that you spend in fallout worlds i said it like i was proud but i'm not <laughs> I, <laughs> 10,000 at least minimum between the Oof. 360, the Xbox One, and PC. And that's between uh, Fallout New Vegas 3 and 4. There's an absolute minimum of 10,000 hours. One save game alone on the 360 that I wish I had saved before I upgraded to the Xbox One was one save file that had over 800 hours on that one save file alone where I tried to do literally everything and collect everything, all the unique weapons, all of, you know, obviously the the um skill books wow. and the bobbleheads wow. and everything else and like i i combed through the internet to make sure i had done everything in fall 
<laughs> did you discover bugs? Did you discover things that like most people miss? Like, did you you must have seen stuff that most people Honestly, just miss? But you like not really. You didn't recognize not, anything. Not really. Weird. I, it was a very streamlined experience for me, honestly. And I was like, oh, Fallout 3 is super buggy. I don't know if you're playing it on PC. PC is a port, which people don't realize. There's there's a lot that goes into making a from console to PC. Mm. And on console games, it's relatively locked down. And yeah, there's still some bugs that can be exploited and whatever. But those are more of exploits as opposed to random glitches that happen. I personally haven't seen many of that in Bethesda he says as he found something that was kind of weird maybe a week or so ago <laughs> but yeah because Fallout three modded but that, yeah. yeah but that's funny because they used to make good games right and now they're all broken when they released <laughs> well it's 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 a new age of gaming which kind of upsets me is where oh here's here's our two-thirds of a final product we're gonna keep updating it mm. and release some dlc to fund the updating instead of just here's your full game have at it boys and girls and everything in between yeah. you know it's, yeah 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 and there was you talk, I feel like you talked about that, that another game that you spend a lot of time in in your was it middle school like you you, you uh no it was my is my high school high, career high, is what i call it. the high school career the high school video game career uh what game was it that was resident evil 4 so you now yeah. prior to Resident Evil 4 I had played a lot of the PS1 titles. I had played and I think every single one except for Survivor 2. And my dad when I was like old enough to hold a controller and understand that when I push buttons something on screen happens, I was literally like this big maybe. <laughs> a fetus. Not really, but No. Wait. <laughs> I was I was I was still in my mom's stomach I was holding a controller. <laughs> 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 they put a controller in the stomach for you. No. Okay. Yep. No. No. Keep anyway. Going. <laughs> Keep was, going. Um, Stop. It... <laughs> Stop me. Keep going. There's this first uh, hallway in Resident Evil 1. It's directly to your right when you first start, but you have to do something else on the left hand, whatever. No spoilers, except for the one big spoiler that everybody knows of, and there's a reason why it's a big, like kind of a big thing. When you first walk down through this hallway... You're like, okay, this is fine. And it's a big L-shaped hallway. And there's a walls. It's a really narrow hallway sense of, you know, almost entrapment. Like you like you you have one way to go. And that's So we're going forward and I'm like, okay, this is fine. I'm a child. I'm holding a button down. Ha ha ha, things are happening. Then all of a sudden these zombie dogs bust through and break open these windows and it it goes from like this quiet like you hear like your footsteps tonk 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 and then boom loud crash the dogs jumping in they're barking the battle music starts playing i literally threw the controller and screamed my dad laughs at me to the day wow. because of it. it but here's the thing yeah Every time he's played that game, I see him jump at least just a little. Like it, it could be a little shoulder shrug, or it could be like a like like the chills kind of thing. He always jumps at that jump scare, even knowing it's coming. So you're like exactly what for, for like, he knows how many steps it takes right. into that hallway right. for for when it to happen, and he still is just he, there's there's a little sense of ugh. and like I I wish they could make games nowadays that still had that. No matter how many times you played, it still has that, ooh, you know? Yeah. 
That that's an that's, e- epic uh, video game history moment. E- epic gamer moments, right? <laughs> Your dad is still a gamer. He's, he's he still plays games, and he um, introduced you to games very early, and then you just hooked you on it. Um, I kind of my brother and I both kind of took over his obsession or obsession with gaming because he still plays games. He has trouble with modern games because you know. The games he played was like the original Resident Evils, which is, you know, pre-rendered backgrounds, tank controls, all that good stuff. And so when you get into two sticks to move and aim, he's like, how does this work? You know? (laughs) And I was like, now you know how I feel, you doo-doo head. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) <laughs> so okay but he introduced you and then you just turned into a video game nerd yeah. did, you, did you have other it, interests that's all i had did you have other interests um, growing up like uh, sports or activities or things that you enjoyed to, like like just playing in the forest i don't know kind kind of i most of it was gaming related to where i was it, it, it opened up my world to there's all these other worlds you can explore. There's all these things you can do, you know, rehash, yada, 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 things everybody's ever said. But the other the other thing that kind of led to me um, being who I am now was I used to play a lot of like, you know, like army guy or whatever with um, like my brother. And we would we would like kind of reenact uh, things that we saw in video games, like out in our yard mm, or whatever. Yeah. And there was like... Uh, this was when Final Fantasy X was released, and we had a PS2 at the time. This was probably like a year or so after, because we were always a little bit behind, but whatever. And I remember uh, one of the earliest memories I have playing with my brother was we were in our front yard, and he was um, kind of... It was almost like a Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing to where yeah. he was like like a DM and we're sitting there playing and he go, okay, now this happened. And then like we run around the house, you know, and then we come back. We're like, oh, we're in like, you know, a different part of the story. And he's like, oh, you encounter an enemy. Then he play the enemy. Oh. And I'd be like, oh, I'm using this attack, you know? And it was, it was just, there was something magical about that that yeah. honestly kind of got lost that I wish I could recapture and, and because and when back yeah it, because but... when you're a kid and you can visualize and imagine things so vividly oh, you are you are the video game like you are the character in the game and you are experiencing it as as if you are there in first person like it's happening to you uh, and that's something that's really magical just like you said about you know being a kid playing and then i guess like that's also one thing that we as gamers or whatever that we we enjoy video games we still like we still enjoy, you know, immerse ourselves in these different worlds. Um, so what? What you you've been playing a lot of video game games, like you growing up, but still you you still play a lot of video games, right? Oh, I I even go back to the basics. You can't see it because my 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 desk is in the way, but you can kind of see you know controllers and what over here. But I have um, my N sixty four with. I don't know that many cartridges for it. My Super Nintendo with I don't know like four or five games with it. My PS One I have a stack of games down there like this, and behind my piece or my monitor over here I have a stack. Mm, let's measure this. This high of other PS One games. 
Wow. And I'm I actually I'm using PS2 games that I don't play that often as stands to lift up my monitor. I love that. <laughs> it's it's quite a unique setup. But no, like I I I always find myself coming back to these games because there's almost an innocence attached to it to where now it's like you know you got these super real immersive games you know it's it comes really close to not real life but real life in that universe or in that world yeah and it's kind of hard to pull yourself away from that and go back to you know the original driver on ps1 and go this this is a huge city and it's like <laughs> you can drive from one end to the other in like you know a couple minutes yeah but you still enjoy that you still you enjoy going back to the oh, old absolutely. games absolutely what what what's what is it about yeah. them that they in a sense like that the way the people that the way that games were made back then like and the limit limitations they had so they had to be like creative yeah. in other ways Exactly. There's there's a lim there's a limitation aspect and almost a simplicity aspect to it that really just it the simplicity almost makes it feel surreal because when you're a child everything is simple. Everything is you know, it's it's almost bare bones when you're a kid. Yeah. And that's kind of how I relate to these games. They're kind of bare bones games because you know the the console limitations, the the disc limitations to how much you know memory they could hold and how quickly you can tell the story you want to tell in that one disc or two yeah depending on you know if it's a big game or not looking at you final fantasy 7 and yeah eight. hello <laughs> like four and five and, and jade cocoon and driver two and <laughs> yeah whoa <laughs> my chair wasn't all the way down i just scared myself i was sitting here playing <laughs> fiddling with my chair controls <laughs> okay um we're gonna take it back uh, a step and like and uh, just you know talk about like how do we know each other um uh, i'm a streamer you are a streamer now but you haven't always been right you started i don't know exactly. i mean i i got into it after watching you and maybe two other people again because i i did my first stream was probably three maybe yeah i think probably about three or so years ago Oh, for, um, okay. Extra Life. I would do like one stream a year for Extra Life. Cool. What, what is Extra Life like, you know for what, those this... people who don't know what Extra oh, Life extra is? Extra Life? Um, it happens, I guess, technically kind of like all the time. But Extra Life is like, they have like this set time to where it's like, you play 24 hours of games and you raise money for a charity. And it's a charity of your choosing. It could be... It, it's mostly like hospital oriented and you know everybody chooses their local hospitals you can be part of teams you can be part of like it's it's this whole thing just it's extra life was it org i think is it org or no no i'm pretty sure not it's sure. org not sure i'm 99 sure it's org extra life and i the extra life also kind of got me back into streaming again because i was like i feel like i could be building up a community and doing more as opposed to doing one stream you know every year and have you know only my friends and family be like oh here's you know five bucks or ten bucks and raising you know like 50 bucks at the end of 24 hours and they specifically say not to do like a 24 by yourself because yeah. it's extremely hard on your body yeah but i don't listen to rules yeah <laughs> <laughs> for the most part i don't listen to rules and 
you know, and every year I do a 24 hour stream starting at like, you know, 7 a.m. going to 7 a.m. the next morning or, you know, starting at 7 p.m. Then going at 7 p.m. So I don't mess up my cycle or whatever, my sleep cycle. Yeah. But it's it really made me want to essentially be a better like being a better person is what it boils down to with me streaming. Yeah, I, you know, I say things and whatever, but it's all unjust and in good fun. But you have a, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, like yeah. It, we, we know you as this kind of like outspoken, like saying, you know, like be, be, I don't know what, how to, how to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, right I'm around mean. the edges. <laughs> Is that a nice word to put it? Like, um, you, you can't be mean to me, O'Berry. Just say it. It's fine. I, I will take absolutely no offense. <laughs> like I I have a rule that I put my like that I put on myself. Like I don't I don't curse on stream. You don't have that rule. Mm. So it's okay. So that, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> That's one I way to put it. I would not be streaming if that was the case. Uh, uh, but you also have this very soft inside, which I think a lot of people in the community have also learned and like and also like discovered about you and they and we all appreciate it and like uh, appreciate the 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 like a contrast in your personality that you have also this like the the little rough side but also like the very gentle heart as well very empathetic and and open-minded uh, which is cool but this was supposed to be like you know like oh let's just My throw heart. compliments at Corey but there you uh. go <clears throat> Um, but Thank you. <laughs> we were, but you mentioned 24 hour streams. I just have to, we have to talk about that a little bit. I want to do a 24 hour stream at some point. Um, um, healthy snacks, no sugar, lots of water, no energy. Like, right. It's like my main rules. Yeah. Is like, good. well, like, I, I guess I can't say no because almost, right. you know, a lot of foods have natural sugars and whatever, but like, no, like don't you know, like down a pixie stick and like three Red Bulls and go, I'm going to do a 24 hour stream. Right. You, you won't make it past like hour seven. Right. <laughs> You'll crash. Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's food and, and like the drinks that, and like keep it. Get up and take breaks. Right. Um, um, I always thought that taking breaks was kind of like a cop out. Like as like, Oh, I'm not actually playing for 24 hours. Cause you know, I took like, a total of like two or three hours of breaks, but no, like you're still there. You're still alive. You're simply, it's self-care at that point. Yeah. You're, you're taking care of your body and your mind to kind of, whew, okay. And then you get back into it. Yeah. It's like w w when you work out, like at a gym, you don't sit there and just bench press for, you know, three hours. Just, oh, I'm, I'm pushing up, you know, 400 pounds. You know, it's, you, you take breaks in between your set. And that's, that's kind of another thing, too, that I equate with the 24-hour stream is it's one heck of a workout <laughs> it really yeah you can really push yourself to to limits you know and past limits you thought you had set for yourself it's a marathon for gamers <laughs> like instead of doing an actual marathon it's a marathon for gamers like so I, and it's yeah it's 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 rough it's tough uh so yeah uh i'm gonna try and get back to where we're like what we talked about like where when did we like meet on Twitch, like where was it? It was, it was. I know exactly what it was. Was it Skyrim? Well, not the day, but it I was... know exactly what was happening. What was? What's it Skyrim? I was playing, or like what? Absolutely not. It was after Skyrim. It was after Skyrim. Was it Stardew Valley? No wait. 
Fallout New Vegas. Of course, Fallout New Vegas. <clears throat> is and what well, yeah. that that's, yeah, that's what it was. And that's the only reason you found me because I was playing that that specific Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Yep. I was looking for people who were streaming Fallout New Vegas and when I when I clicked on your channel, I was like, "Okay, this guy's, you know, happy go lucky, kind of, you know, innocent whatever." And I was like, "You know, that's fine. Actually, I should probably have more of that." And I was like, "You know what? Eh, whatever. I'm going to see if there's like you know, more more vulgar people like oh yeah i totally blew that off take that nerd or an expletive there <laughs> <laughs> but then I, and i was i was kind of looking through and i was like you know what i'm gonna go back and then i clicked back on your channel again and i was like this is more relaxing and it feels better on my insides as opposed to you know the the the, the constant I guess almost heaviness in a sense, like people um, reacting like dramatically and cursing well, and I I hate that did the disingenuous react is something that really brought me to you because you don't do that you're not going whoa this thing just happened and then you flip your desk over and start screaming <laughs> you know <laughs> I I I get up on my chair and dance instead. It's almost as and, weird. Know, and that it, it's it's like an innocent wild is what it is. Is what it what it kind of comes down to. <laughs> yeah, it's an innocent wild, <laughs> and I am totally on board with that most of the time. Because <laughs> I was gonna say it's funny like how we are so different in like in the in when it comes to like life experience, kind of what how are how we live our lives. I guess day to day. I don't know. Like we we live in like. But, but there we also have a lot in common. I think when it comes down to the, the the bare bones, the values, and what we believe in, like when it comes to people, the moral values of being a good person. Yeah, and like that's how what we go about being a good person. I think is very different. <laughs> but deep down, I think we just yeah we absolutely love to be good. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to turn off my phone because this is insane. Everything just exploded. Let me turn that. I should have turned that off before. I am disruptive. I am the child in class who had his phone on. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's, yeah. Off, please. Yeah. Okay. We I clicked off like six times and it's not. There we go. And I now that we're now that we're done being distracted. And I think that's one of the great things about this community and like having now having this podcast with you that we are like we there are so many people coming from different backgrounds and but coming together on Twitch in different communities and different streams like and the shared the common interest in video games kind of like just you know bring people that would never hang out otherwise or like Maybe they would, but it was not likely. <laughs> and it's a it's a nice kind of like you know fun mix of a family uh, of people. So it's really nice to have you on here. And just I just want people to get to know you more. So we're gonna keep. Uh, we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep this going because we just started. Keep going. And um, so next question. Yeah, next question. <laughs> I like we talked. <laughs> Uh, we talked a little bit about your, so yeah, we talked about your gaming career. You spent so much time playing video games. What do you think? Like, why? What was the reason? Like, what has it meant? Why were you playing so much video games, Corey? It boils down to a sad reason, honestly. Like, a legitimately kind of depressing reason. I was alone, essentially. 
I really didn't have much else. So I turned to the world of make like, you know, most do. And like, you know, I had my brother growing up, but he 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 was the cool kid, you know. I was known as Cody's brother. I didn't have a name. I was I was literally nameless through middle school, high school, every everything because I was wow. Cody's brother. Wow. And it 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 made me really regret not realizing it wasn't his fault. He didn't go around saying, "I'm Cody. This is my brother." No name, you know. And we we had this kind of dynamic growing that was rather weird because um well there's a lot of family issues and whatnot um my parents divorced at a young age yada yada sad what was and <laughs> uh my brother ended up trying to take over the dad role kind of mm, thing yeah and i would constantly yell you're like you're not my dad you can't tell me what to do i was the rebellious wild young one <laughs> and yeah. Um, you know, through most of high school, I just, I, I hated my brother for literally lack of a better term. I hated him because he was everything that I wanted to be. And then it took a lot to like, look inside me and go, you know, it's first of all, not his fault, period kind of thing. Second of all, he was the older brother trying to do what he thought was right. Yeah. So I was kind of just like, I get it. But you had friends. But I didn't see through that that he was actually alone just like me. And, you know, my brother and I growing up from young ages, there's a lot of stuff that went really, really wrong in our child. A lot of things that really shouldn't happen to anybody. Moving on from that, um, I didn't realize that my brother was just like me, except he had people around who didn't care. Like, who honestly just didn't you know, get it. And that to me would hurt a lot more than having nobody around you. Cause having nobody around you, there's, there's, there's nobody around you, you know, but having, you know, fake people around you who, who truly don't care can be a lot more harmful than just being alone. So, mm. and, and when I look back on it, mm. I, I feel like I actually had it easier. And my brother and I have this super deep, awesome connection now that we honestly probably would have never had if I didn't resent him when we were young. It's just this, this whole weird thing of like how it works out, you know? Yeah. It, it, growing up, you, you look at, you have these roles, you know, the, uh, with your siblings, different roles that we play because we, we try to do our best. Like you say, we try to fit in. We try to be like good or like popular cool. or just, you know, <laughs> make things work uh, the way. And it, it's funny. Like I, I, yeah, the older brother usually take on, tries to take on more responsibility. And they also, you know, they all are also more expected to do that uh, at the same time. Especially in a single parent household, you don't have both aspects of both parents to raise you, which I guess, you know, most people who like parents are together. It, it's a big thing. And it's also kind of not like, you can totally be fine in a single parent house. But, you know, there's there's another aspect to it that a lot of people kind of don't see. Yeah. 
uh, it's really interesting that you say that it can be yeah. more harmful to, to to be around people that that don't support you or don't understand what you're going through than being alone like you felt you were but you 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 used video games to kind of you know fill up that emptiness uh, in your life and, and like you know when when did you find someone that understood like did you like was it friends in Are school you ready for this cliche story yeah i want to hear it is it, is it a love story <laughs> it's super short super simple super cliche um i had had maybe i had two prior non-serious like high school relationships and both of those, I was like, I don't care about you as an individual <laughs> because you, you know, <laughs> I've been alone my life and I don't, I don't, I didn't know how to pick up on people caring about. Me. And, um, as you know, I struggle all the time with depression. It's a chronic thing that never really goes away. So, um, there's, uh, I guess, I guess this might be kind of a trigger warning for like, 15 seconds mute me it has to do with you know ending your life i was at that point and um i was i was ready to do it you know i was i was there i was in the mm. moment and i was like this is it i have decided now and then i made uh, a decision to go what's one more day what's one more day here it's nothing right one more day I, I, I'll, I'll, I, I decided I'll do it. I'll do it the next day. You mm. know, like mm. I, I made my preparations and my plans mm. and that's when I met my now fiance who I've been with for a correct number of years. <laughs> it's, it's really been that long. <laughs> yeah. We've been together for so long, the correct number of years. <laughs> and that, a the time. next day is when I met her. And it was it was mm. one of those things that was like the next day. Is this some kind of intervention? I'm like, but I'm not I'm I'm not that important to where you know someone's like, boom, this is a thing for you. And like I'm not I'm not that important, you know. I'm I'm a I'm a person too. But it just, it just so happened that I met her that day. You know what happened? How did you meet her that night? It it was uh, I don't remember the, the site's not up anymore. I met her online. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's, it's, all, all the people online are meaning to, you know, kidnap you and whatever. And you started talking <laughs> like right away. Do you like, do you know, like, did she like, I get your attention I just, somehow? Like she, she got you. I, I really honestly don't remember the exact specifics. All I know is that I met her through somebody else that I knew on chat room that I don't even name at this point, but I'll, all I know is that it doesn't exist. And um, I met her through one of my friends because I kind of liked that person who I was talking to, I think, if I'm remembering this correctly, which is totally possible that I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, but like, uh, let, let's talk about how yeah. finding that person helped you. Like, um, how, like, so you say you struggled. She listened. Yeah. She yeah, yeah, genuinely yeah. listened. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's my short, concise to the point. She just listened. I didn't want anybody to give me advice. I didn't want anybody to say, "Oh, you, you, you're worth, you're worth living. Life's worth it." I didn't want to hear that. I just wanted somebody I could just 
just dump my thoughts on and they would go hmm. okay uh, i hear you and then you know just yeah. kind of naturally move towards oh well you know these are my experiences and whatever you know there were it's almost a sense yeah. of not trying i guess is what it kind of comes down to is what really helped me because i didn't want people to try because that made me feel like more of a burden people were going out of their way to you know right try and do something about it yeah and i didn't want that i wanted somebody who would just listen and she still to this day whenever i'm ranting and raving on whatever i'm upset about at the moment she'll just sit there and go uh-huh okay and then we might talk about it a little bit afterwards when i'm done you know ranting and raving and it's just i don't know we just we just kind of clicked it was one of the most weirdest and surreal moments of my life, honestly. Do you remember how long you spent, uh, like how long it, it was before you met in person? Like, did you live close to each other or did she live, I did didn't you live far away from each other? Her, she was in California and I was in Iowa and I didn't see her until I was 18. And we had been together for... two or three years before that so you so it was a yeah. long distance relationship yeah. for over two or three years and that's yeah. interesting and was... too because it, even if it was a long distance you can still listen to someone online you know you can be there for someone Absolutely. online and it really is valuable and it, that's that's really that's really encouraging for communities to hear like online communities to hear like for our community like that we it matters like if you if you extend that if you tell someone that you can you can write to me anytime that that's valuable and people need that especially if you are struggling like uh, with depression or like dark feelings or anything yeah and and everybody goes through it differently and there's there's no one key answer no that will, of know, course not <laughs> that, that it's, it's, there, there's no universal to depression or to almost anything honestly but i i just i i literally stumbled upon i got lucky is the way i look at it i got super because you know she was in kind of a bad spot but i was in you know, in, in relative terms, a lot worse spot than she was. And I don't know exactly how she felt about that, but what I think would be, like, my reaction to that is like, oh, well, this person's going through a lot more than me. Yeah. I can still, you know, stick it out and deal with it. So how do you make a relationship work uh, and, like, and nurture Trust. and take care of a relationship where to both, like, the both of you are kind of broken or, like, semi-broken you know because that's trust. trust seriously like that's that's what my personal own philosophy on any kind of relationship whether it be intimate friendship or even like in in the workplace there has to be some level of trust period like that's i i'm giving kind of short and concise answers and i'm sorry about that no it's okay honestly i i i i boil i boil stuff down <laughs> i boil stuff down to where i try and find a concise answer whether it's for me or somebody else it doesn't matter i want something that will give me results something that i can pinpoint and say this is the definitive thing or the most important thing 
that I can use, utilize, or try to find to get through. So you know, and 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 get answers yeah. and and keep moving with. So so what you're saying is like if if two people are they've been through a lot they they and now they struggle like maybe depression maybe they're like they 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 uh, they're broken on the inside in some way or another and to make that relationship work because you can't save each other all the time and like if you if you're struggling Absolutely yourself not. like you can't you can't save the other person like or be the hero all the time because you also need take care and so you need a trust to kind of like uh, to to keep the relationship holding holding together because you won't always mm. be able to be there for yourself or the other person the way you maybe wanted to has that ever like that um i i think a lot of people can relate to this and it doesn't have to like the doesn't have that that there doesn't have to be depression or stuff like that because trust is like universal for and, relationships yeah trust and see that's the thing trust is is one of the very few uh, blanket answers that I have found to be a, a blanket answer to to most things. And the whole, like, you know, you have to love yourself before you can truly love others. Or, you know, you have to trust yourself before you can truly trust others. I'm a big disbeliever in that because there's always to it. There's always some sort of situation to where that's not the answer. But with trust, I feel like there's... I mean, you know, I'm not saying to go out and trust everybody, you know. Oh, I trust you with my life. Let's go do something right, you know. I'm I'm saying there's, like, true trust between two people, from what I've noticed, is a definitive, you know, whatever nuance you want to throw at it, kind of answer for almost anything that that you're going through. But the thing is that I noticed with trust is that it requires two people at least two people it has to be mutual it has to go go, go both ways yeah. yeah because what happens and, when the yeah, trust sure. what happens when trust like if you if you're in a relationship but then like something happens you feel betrayed you feel lied to you feel like the trust has been broken like is it like is it repairable do you think or is it like it depends on how broken the trust is if you're with somebody intimately in some kind of relationship and they, you know, sleep with somebody else, I personally believe that's something that would take a very, very, very time to get over in a relationship. It would take a long time. Is but that what you said? As opposed to something like, you know, uh, oh, let's have Burger King tonight when you really want to talk. <laughs> or something like that you know there there's there's this huge level of nuance to a lot of of these questions and that's why i like very uh specific yeah. as opposed to broad because we have what an hour and change maybe to sit here and talk about all yeah. these all these things with all these answers and all these different scenarios yeah you value in, time in their, you really value time down to personal yeah experience. you respect the, yeah. the limitation of time <laughs> I, I, I think Again, a lot of there's people. There's no blanket statements. Trust. End of end of podcast. I, I, yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah. That's it, guys. We found it. There's all, yeah. No, but that's and I think a lot of people appreciate that because there there is a lot of you know just talking in. I don't know. 
I don't know. It's a nice, like, sometimes you want the fluffy answers, like, or sometimes you just mm. want a blank statement. You know, this is what you, this is, this is it. Um, I, I don't like comforters and comforting answers. I like factual, statistical, cold-hearted, this is what it is, whether I like it or not kind of answer. That's what's really helped me cope with reality as a whole and, yeah. you know, and, and life and all. Yeah. I, I really yeah. absolutely love, I, I love um, when people think that they're being mean to me, but they're just being factual. If they go, hey, your hair looks like garbage today. I don't take that as an insult. I go, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to try and do something about it. As opposed to, oh, no, you sure look great, pal. And then everyone's like, what's wrong with this weirdo, you know? Yeah, I, I appreciate honesty and trust above all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I get that. So let me let me let me ask you this: What makes you happy? Like, what makes you happy? What makes you like enjoy? Well, when you have moments where you enjoy life, what is it about? Like, what? What are? Is it the small things? The big things? Is it a video game? Um, a new release? Is it a, like when you when you get to <laughs> go to the shooting range? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that honestly helped out a lot i'm not gonna lie just just going around going out to the range and being with one of my friends who i hadn't seen in probably close to two years and knowing we still have some kind of you know rather solid connection to each other and it it, it just happened to like evolve around guns and motorcycles that's how we met i was on my bike and with the gun <laughs> i was riding no. i was riding down the road and i saw this other guy on a bike and i was like Whoa! I turned around, you know, bop, bop, got right back up to him. We both stopped at the stop sign. I go, hey, where are you riding at? And he goes, I'm going this way. I'm like, cool, me too. What? <laughs> and then we just, we just, we just, literally, that's how we met. I rolled up next to him on my bike. He was on his. And I was like, hey, you want to ride? It's like, yeah, let's go. And then we both were just rocketing down these back streets in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, that were somehow paved and not, you know, gravel roads like most of these roads are. And we're just, we're having fun. We're hanging out. And then he's like, oh, hey, yeah, I actually got to go home now. I'm like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I was going to make a video. I was like, oh, what? well, I have a GoPro and it's on right now. And he's like, cool, come over. I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, so you made a video together. And, like, a, yeah, okay. It, I don't know if it really came to anything. I don't think he oh, okay. really finished it. He was, it, okay, it was that, just something fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you meet friends where Corey lives. You have to go out on your bike. Yeah, just, just literally just roll up to people and be like, "Hey, you're doing what I'm doing. Yeah. You want to do this together?" That's what happens. Okay. Yeah. Or no, weirdo. Those are your two answers. <laughs> I mean, it's good to at least ask. You 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 risk yeah. very little you're, in the end. You're really not going to get to know anybody by going, "Oh, gee, I wonder if they're going to like talking." You're not going to get anywhere with anybody. <laughs> Um, that you have to meet people in order to get to know people in order to make friends you you have to put yourself out there and put some sort of trust in somebody else you know <laughs> i like that i like that a lot i i think i'm i trust a lot of people like i i'm naive in that sense i like i trust people before maybe they like even after God, they I wish that were me. <laughs> even after i have <laughs> signs maybe they i shouldn't trust them i can like i trust them a little bit more and I trust them a little bit more, and then like, oh, okay, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I, I but uh, I, I, I'd rather be naive than be, you know, like cold towards people. But 
it might be more safe, you know, for your own personal safety, you know, being a little bit cold and, you know, passive, not so open to mm. new people, it could probably might save you some heartache. Uh, but it's, I don't know. We are who we are. Personal. We are who we are. Individual aspect. You know, whatever makes you feel most. If, if you don't like approaching people and you wait for people to approach you, by all means, absolutely do. If that's what makes you feel comfortable and safe, do it. You know, that we me. Go. There's there's moments when I'll go. Oh, I I don't talk to that person because I feeling you know. Uh, I'm not feeling up to it. I don't. I don't. I feel like it's gonna go bad. So I just, I just won't do it. And there's other times where I'll, you know, I roped some guy on a bike, and I'm like, "Hey, you want to ride together?" Out of literally nowhere, we just happen to meet on the road, you know. And we have a, you know, I play, I play games with him, like more now than I ever used, to because you know, we we kind of, it, it kind of comes back to the other thing, like we kind of drifted apart, kind of like you know how I how I was with my brother. And mm. then we really came back together much more stronger, which is why I, I, I get that, you know, the whole forgiveness thing. But at some, at some point you got to kind of just cut your loss, you know? Yeah. And I, I've done that with other people that I've met. I'm like, Oh, Hey, I, uh, a buddy, uh, the same buddy of mine that I met on the bike, we were out the range and we're, you know, pew pew and whatever practicing, you know, having fun, hanging out. And there was a guy there and, met him through the gun range because he had bug spray and we didn't know the bugs <laughs> were going to be super bad that day and, and that's another yeah. thing too that i love is that you know some of those people are like some of the nicest people and we're like hey do you have any bug spray on you and he goes yeah <laughs> he's like <laughs> I, I do and we're like we we both have our backpacks full of stuff you know we have our full kits with us we have no bug spray and no sunscreen <laughs> like two of the most common outdoor things to have and we didn't have them, but we had everything else in our kits. And he's like, yeah, psst, 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 psst. there you guys go. Like, Fr thanks. Friends for life. What, what, what do you got there, by the way? And, you know, and then we start talking about. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Of, a lot of good things can become just being friendly and like a friendly and or genuine. I guess because there's you know, nuance to both. But in, in general, it's being genuine and not a total meanie <laughs> right people appreciate that uh it's like of course one of the things that i do like that i like to like i promote myself as a friend like i'm a friendly streamer <laughs> Tree. like that's why i i i really believe it i i believe it's good like we need more of it I, like i and i think yeah i th really think it's also like in the um, I don't know when you when you are genuine, you will attract people that likes you for who you are, and that is a yeah. treasure in itself, like worth so much more than getting you know attention because of something radical you've done <laughs> or like something that's like and but but getting attention because you are who you are, that is um, that is beautiful. Yeah, and and like I said too, there's you you have to trust people a lot in order to be genuine, with them, which is why I feel like it's absolutely imperative to be yourself. Yeah, sure, tweak yourselves in small ways to be you know more friendly or whatever. Which I think I I did coming into your stream when I first met you, I was acting in kind of a different way than I normally. Would. 
but it still wasn't far off from what I wanted in a friend, you know? Right. And, like, with, with some of my other friends, too, I mean, we say some of the absolute worst things that you can imagine people say. Yeah. And we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll sling it at each other and just laugh it off, you know? And, and those are the kind of friendships that I treasure. To where you can be an absolute, like, if you said that to anybody else yeah. that you didn't know, you would just, they would just, they beat you up on the spot, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, it, to me that, that there's a lot of trust in having those kind of jokes and, and those kind of, uh, even situations to where like, you know, one of your best friends messes up on something, you go, oh, nice job, expletive, expletive, you, you know, bad word you. And then <laughs> they go, ha ha ha. And then they go, expletive to you too. And there's there's this sense of like cohesion that i absolutely love with those kinds of relationships and i think that's great if you have an environment or like a you know a, a group of people where you've agreed like you have a set of you come up you made up you made the rules for yourselves how like what is acceptable and if you put the bar very high like extremely high where you can say almost anything that's okay um and like you it's can, it's a sense of freedom. Yeah, <laughs> and it sets you free to like just act out, like and, and be weird and, just, and say crazy go stuff wild, go and crazy. go wild. Stand on your chair, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I think we but need don't. we need spaces <laughs> like that in our lives, and you can find it like you can find it in different places. Sometimes with someone like you, you're playing video games with, or maybe someone just a friend that you see every now and again, or speak to on the phone, or uh, a relative or a sibling. But yeah. I think that mm -hmm. helps us to kind of explore who we can be and like different, like just explore parts of ourselves or like of parts of our personality that we normally don't, you know, express in like yeah. at the convenience store. <laughs> but yeah. uh, if, but if you're cool. going out in the general public, just don't, don't, don't be a, a big head. You know, just be someone like, you know, I'm not saying go out and be like overly like creepy and like, hi, how are you doing? My name's this. Anything I can do for you? Because people will automatically, people always walk up with a guard. That's people me though. <laughs> that sounds like me. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's refreshing. I'm not going to lie. I'm totally, like, <laughs> that's, it's refreshing sometimes. But see, like with you, it's, it's like you can totally let your guard down because of the way you do it. Most people can't get away with it. You got something special, my friend. <laughs> I'm dorky in a Most way. Most people that... like if if they're like overly nice to you, you're kind of like, okay, what are they? What are they? Right, doing? right. How do how do I get out of this situation? You you feel smaller and smaller, and <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just there there's there's lines I... that are in different areas for different. Things. Right. Um, yeah. Okay. What do you, Corey? What do you want to talk about next? Like what's on your heart? What's on your like? What is going on in your life, Corey? What do you want to put out there? That's just on your heart. Might be a small Yo, thing. Jobs stink. I hate having jobs. 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 Talking about jobs. Boo. We hate jobs. <laughs> Get rid of all the jobs. Do you have a? Do you you don't like your... everybody free everything? <laughs> God, you could you imagine the collapse of the world? <laughs> no jobs. But no, like uh. I've um so a little personal thing about me is I'm I I had lived where I'd like in like the same area for most of my life and I had lost I, I had just moved out of my parents or out of my mom's house and I had my own place with 
uh, my fiance. And like within two or three months of us moving out, I had lost my job. So I go, okay, where's the next job at that still pays what I was making? So I ended up moving over four hours away to another job, working for the same guy, mind you, just a different company. And I was out there. I was uh, actually out here-ish. And I worked there for a while. That place ended up shutting down. And then a guy from that same company that I was working for, he opened up his own shop. And I, you know, was working there with him. But that place closed down. And I'm like, I'm stranded over four hours away with literally only one person who I have to help. <laughs> yeah. What, what do I do? And then, you know, and now I'm working at a grocery store, you know? I've just recently been there. <laughs> working in a <laughs> yeah, grocery store, it's... yeah. Well, uh, what know, what about it's, it? It's, yeah. It's, it's something. Yeah, but like, okay, so are you, like, what was the work you did before... Is it a lot different what, from what you do now? It's the absolute opposite. I used to program, run, and fabricate countertops. Oh, yeah. For a three-axis router. And now I stock shelves and cut meat in the meat department of the local grocery store. <laughs> it's like two totally opposite things that have no connection whatsoever. Would you take a job that uh, uh, paid you less if it like was something that you would enjoy more? Like, and where is the where is the line? Where do you draw the line? Like, how if little? If it pays my bills and I'm happy, then I'm happy. If it pays my bills and I'm happy and I have extra money, I'm more than happy. Yeah, right. <laughs> as long as my bills are paid, that's the absolute number one. As long as I can, you know, get this. Uh, you know, the, the, my whole life like set up and some kind of uh baseline. You know, as long as that baseline is met of where you know I don't have to. I'm not struggling. You know, like to oh I I do do I eat today? Do I then if I yeah. don't eat today then I can't pay this bill then that That's to me good. is not paying. You have to eat. You have to have you know your bills paid. You have to have some sort of housing. You have to have something, right? Uh, you know, it, as materialistic as that feels, it's kind of uh, shelter is a material thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's a basic it's need as well. Necessary. So it's not really, you know, yeah. not being met materialistic. <laughs> I mean, you can because housing, like basic housing, is not being materialistic. It's it's basic needs. But you can people though yeah. spend a lot of money on houses that they don't really need. I you know sometimes if you got the money, spend it, dude. I don't care. That's totally up to you. Yeah. Now if you're out there overspending and then you you know and you're you know I don't know what's what yeah three quarter million dollar house and you're only bringing in a hundred k a year. You're either doing some really sketchy stuff or you're not living within your means. Right. I'm not saying, you know, like, oh, know your place kind of thing, but know where and how you can live and live that to the best of your ability. Like, we're so, okay. So, but we know, like, somewhere we know that happiness doesn't come from more and more materialistic, like, like stuff. Yes. And like golden, shiny things or the, the, the biggest cars or like, but 
but still there is so much in like in in society and the media pushing us to buy more stuff and better stuff and upgrade that brings me to a whole another point we could talk for hours about can um, you boil it down for me <laughs> i heard another knock at the door i actually need to go make sure everything's fine we're gonna uh, take like, like um, we're really gonna take a fine. short little intermission here one minute break or okay. or or however yep. minutes you want to take that's fine Corey. give me give me like just a couple minutes i want to make sure go i will be right back that's here's okay. my be right back screen hey <laughs> look at Corey! almost <laughs> whoa it's a bouncy metroid thing <laughs> complain about it as so, oh, you can see potato kartoffel resub dual blade a royal instinct hosted nice um hello guys if you're watching right now we will be right back with Corey. uh in the meantime though i'm just gonna say hello to you and talk to you guys uh, there is a proven threshold where happiness doesn't increase with pay increase yeah and i really i really believe in that like i i spent the last year and like living on minimum wage and but doing what i love which is streaming and feeling really good about life uh although i was a i guess i was a little bit irresponsible because <laughs> i didn't really i was like losing a little bit of money every month it's like i wasn't saving money because i think saving money is probably a good idea because if you're not saving you're probably you know losing money every month <laughs> like that's not good uh so like in the end I still had to get another job and work a little bit more than I was. And if you, but if you can find a balance where you work just enough to, you know, pay for everything and save a little bit of money, if you're happy, like to me, happiness, it comes from so many other things than, you know, working at this job that pays my bills. Um, and, I feel like a lot of people are really stressed at work and working so much is actually not good for them. And in the end, that job oh, pays I for a lifestyle. It. Welcome back that they don't really want in the end. <laughs> Welcome back, Corey. Hi. Hi. Is everything good? Um, I got mm. really scared. Oh. For like like 10 seconds because i forgot something and i'm not smart for forgetting it <laughs> i forgot she went into work at uh one o'clock <laughs> oh. so i was like she's not out here where did she go the knock at the door what was that and i was like <laughs> what's going on now i look outside and i'm like oh her car is gone she went to work duh so no one knocked. <laughs> like, what? No one knocked. There was a, there was just like no, there was a knock at the door earlier, and I went out. Uh, you know, I, uh, ghost. Another one, but that was that was her leaving. It was the door opening. Oh, uh, like, you know, I was like, oh, there's something, there's something over there. And, what, what's going on? <laughs> no, it was literally her leaving. That's right. that's my crazy brain doing. <laughs> okay, that's good. It's good that it wasn't like a big like a problem or anything that happened. That was bad. Um, yeah, I'm I am so happy it wasn't a problem. Yeah. Uh, happy and i'm drinking pure water from my ovarian mug. like one the only one in the whole world I, maybe 
And it might be like an but the, it's the like, only the only uh uh complete uh from the factory uh one, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so before we end this podcast, uh we're getting closer oh, to the end. Geez, it's already been it's already been oh, wow. But we don't have to end it right wow. now, but I want to talk about Adventure <laughs> and the charity yes, that we did boy. in my community, the Overy community, and with all the friends uh, that helped out helped out to raising seven hundred sixty five dollars in just at the most ridiculous short time. Like, didn't even you know? Did we didn't plan it for like a week or two, and not many people knew about it a long time in advance, but still. We got a lot of support for our friend, Adventure Gnome, who's an artist and he makes a lot of beautiful artwork. Uh, he's made that little emote on top of, like right above me, the kiss emote, for example. Um, and he's done a lot of amazing artwork. And his computer broke down at least twice, his laptop that he's working on. And and he he managed to get it running again, but it's like, it's not good. And we wanted him to have like better equipment. and. and and so we had this, we, I was, I wasn't, yeah, I was surprised. And you can imagine Adventure Gnome's shock when he found out about it. It was so wholesome because he was on the stream. We love our Nomi boy. We love Nomi, Nomi boy. Nomi and, it, boy. and it was really, I, you know, it really, it shocked me. We raised so much money in short time. And, <laughs> and you know, sometimes when you have a charity for a good cause, People can't really relate to it the same way they can relate to a friend, someone they know, someone they talk to, someone who provided like something like artwork that you enjoy like that. If that person is in trouble, that you want to help out. But a good cause is a little bit more ex uh, abstract. It's a little bit more distant to you. In it's some not ways. personable. It's not. Yeah for the most part it's it's a lot less personal you know so in in with gnome being and as gracious as, as he's been and just so much he's done for the community as well i i feel like it's not undeserved you know he absolutely should be able to keep doing what what he's been doing yeah and you know when when you see something happen in front of you some people kind of go, oh, what's that? And then there's other people who go, we we're helping, we're doing this, we're we're you know, we're making sure you can stand up again. And that's that that kind of brings me back to my sheepdog mentality as to where I want to help as much as I physically can, and no matter what, I feel like not enough, mm -hmm. re regardless of what it is. But you know, circling back to gnome again. You know, I've I've commissioned him to do some things for me, and he's drawn some things. You know, two or three things, just like, oh, hey, here's here's a thing I, and I'm like, I'm I'm dumbfounded. I'm like, why would somebody go out of the way and do this for me? I'm, I'm I'm literally just an, I'm another brick in the wall. There you go, music for you. <laughs> <laughs> and and he he has this energy about him that I find absolutely amazing. The, the just the way he yeah. phrases things and says things the way he goes about doing things is something i could never do 
it's not something I necessarily aspire to do, but it's something that I respect with all of my heart and soul. He pours himself out yeah. every time he does almost anything. Yeah. And that that's gotta take a lot from somebody to do. And I am I am just dumbfounded at the the perseverance that this man has to do this. You know? It's like it it takes a lot. And then you know it's 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 it, it blows my mind it's, it, how hard this guy works and how much of himself he puts in everything he does. Nice. I I'm that that's a great way to like to describe who he is and what he does. Um, you you can find Adventure Gnome. It's Adventure under under. Wait, is it underscore? underscore? Yeah, Adventure underscore yeah. Gnome with a zero. Uh, on Instagram, and there's the link adventure underscore gnome with a o with with o. <laughs> it's the Twitch link. Yeah. Oh, uh, not the zero on Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, I just wanted to. What a precious boy. Yeah, I just wanted to say that, and like I'm so proud of the community and what we do, and I also think about how can I make any charity more personal, like so that we can do more good. How can how can I spread more positivity knowing that making a charity personal actually, you know, makes it more real for people and makes people want to like, I don't know, it makes it better in a way <laughs> than if I just decide like, oh, I want us like I want money for this good cause, which is like I want yeah. because I really want to help out people in that are like that are really in need, like that are like struggling with like the basics in life. But at the same mm. time, we, I want to help out friends too in the community if I can. Like we, you guys really showed me that, that there's a lot of support to be had if you just, you know, uh, like give give us the opportunity. <laughs> give you the opportunity. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, I'm, I know I'm. I'm getting distracted myself, honestly. <laughs> that's that's so that's how we know it's probably a good place anyway to round off. It's a it's a nice it's a nice place to round off this podcast. It's been great having you. Thank you, Corey. Um uh thank you for uh allowing me on your platform and being as gracious as you are to give me a much substantially larger voice than I would have alone. And you know, it's it's this kind of support as we were just talking about that it's absolutely mind-boggling that you know to, to me personally that people care this and i appreciate it to no end and i love you and everybody else who's here i love you all chat i haven't forgot about you i've been reading you off on the side it's no. fine Ooh. and uh, and we love you to core i love you to Corey. and you go check out Corey underscore the underscore klein there's a link in the chat right there and i will post it in like the in the under the video um i don't know um sorry i guess i have oh i have my slobs open so my alert played i'm sorry that was really really (laughs) i was you had like a sound effect going off in your ears oh okay yes that was really loud (laughs) you had the weird you had a funny face on there um and it's unexpected and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, we we appreciate you, and uh, you're part of the family, Corey. 
And I, I really love these podcasts where you just get to sit down with the friends in the community. And if you stick <laughs> around here now after the podcast, if you are on Twitch right now uh, watching this, we we will stick around for a few minutes if you have time, Corey, just to, you know, chat with the people that are here. But if uh, for now, to you that are listening to the podcast, we just want to say thank you and goodbye. Take care, guys. I love you. <laughs>